0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting metropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City welcome to pets in the city life in the urban jungle join host diane west as she explores the exciting lives loves and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city pets in the city like the city itself has something for everyone celebrity pet sightings pet events and news and reviews with the hottest movers shakers and tail waggers in new york so, get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the big apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Hello, all you cyber cats, canines, and critters
1: under all creation. This is Diane West coming at you once again, slightly north of the greatest city in the world, which would be New York City, of course, with another episode of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Well, I say I'm a little bit north of the greatest city in the world because I'm actually in White Plains, which is in Westchester County, New York, not too far away from New York City. Still uh, close enough for comfort for this city cat here. And cat is the operative word because I am at the Westchester County Cat Show, and we have a lot of things to cover, a lot of things to see, a lot of places to go, and a lot of people to talk to. Hold on, and we will continue our virtual auditory journey right after this. This is
2: a Pelham Bay Parkbound, six local
0: trains. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the city will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the clothes.
3: fume Dog Grooming and Finishing Spray is proud to be a new sponsor of Pet Life Radio. Pawfume's super long-lasting sprays are available in four unique fragrances. Each Pawfume spray is fortified with the finest conditioners and detanglers to make combing out your dog more fun. Pawfume retails for only $2 per 6-ounce bottle. Pawfume is available nationwide at all Dollar General and Family Dollar stores. Why pay more to have your dog smell great? P-A-W-F-U-M-E.
4: It's time for school for you and your friends your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host, Pia Silvani, teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com.
5: Hi, this is Pia Silvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats,
4: and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com
3: Coast to coast and around the world, it's Obehave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin, Town.
0: Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties, Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast, right, Diane? Well, and the first stop on my
1: auditory tour for you at the Westchester Cat Show is one of my favorite cat writers, if not my favorite cat writer, because she's a columnist for New York Tales magazine, Carol Wilburn, otherwise known as the cat therapist, Kitty Freud, and all sorts of accolades having to do with getting into the unique psychology of the feline. Hello, Carol.
5: Hi, Diane. Good to see you here. It's always good to see you. I'm Carol Wilburn, the cat therapist. And I've been answering all kinds of questions on behavior, how to prevent problems, and how to deal with problems that already are. Just giving them my different Wilburn ways of of dealing with cats. People have asked me um, why their cat is biting them. Um, Many times it's the single cat syndrome. They're the only cat. So I've told them how to... Deal with that by maybe adopting a cat. I have my introduction, the Wilburn wave Introduction, in my book, The Guide to Caring and Loving Your Cat your cat and I also have my CD. That's good for a security object. Keeps your cat company. It has music and it has all kinds of answers to behavioral questions and what I'm finding here at at the Westchester Cat Show is that people really care about their cats. They want to make their cats happy, which is a wonderful thing because if they make their cats happy, then they'll be happy. So happiness goes round and round and to find out more, you can go on to my website. It's the cattherapist.com
1: that, Actually,
5: you, you bring up
1: a great um, issue here, Carol. With what, what Thanksgiving coming up and uh, a lot of chaos happening in some of our houses, families coming over, noise, smells, whatever, I know you've actually written about this previously in, in, in the magazine, but could you share some of your tips on how to keep your cat from freaking out during Thanksgiving dinner with, with all the chaos going on? Maybe tips on how I don't have to freak
5: out, too. I I think the most important thing is to have a little spot that your cats can run to to be away from the fray. There are some cats that like to come out singing and dancing, and others just, just like to have their own little shelter. So you might just pull out some paper bags and put them in a quiet place, and they can jump into the paper bags because I love to hide out in them and just keep telling them that it's okay and they're going to be fine and uh, even if they're not right by you just talk to them as if they are so they have your calming voice and as you're being calm to them it'll calm you
1: I think I'm going to take that advice uh, to heart for myself, and perhaps a shot of whiskey, and I'll be all set. <laughs> so, Carol, thank you so much for for talking to us today, and um, we will certainly keep that advice in mind. And again, remember to visit Carol's website at thecattherapist.com. Yes. Spell it for me because I'm I'm a little clump.
5: It's T H E. C A T T H E R A P I S T, thecaththerapist dot com, and uh, Diane, I'll see you around, and I love writing for your magazine.
1: Thank you, and, and I love having you, and we'll talk to you soon. What you're hearing right now is the musical stylings of Nora the Cat. Nora became an internet celebrity viral, uh, for her piano playing skills. Now, she doesn't play the, um, more intricate pieces, but she does seem to, uh, to play along. And, uh, that's, uh, that's a lot more than a lot of people I know about. So, uh, she was very cool. Uh, this was actually brought to you, uh, virtually on a uh, webcam and what I'm doing right now is I'm waiting for the um, cat fashion show to start. I will take some pictures and also put them on the website for you as well. So uh, I'm here still at the Westchester Cat Show and I could not pass up the opportunity to speak to the internet sensation, Betsy Alexander, the mentor, the muse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nora the cat. Who needs no explanation? Nora the, the, the piano playing cat. How are you? I am fine and you know I, I formally
2: think of myself as her personal assistant. It's like I don't really exist. She's just this, she gets emails, she gets visitors. We don't get any emails or visitors. It's all to Nora. She's really, <laughs> and, and we feel like we're living with this little celebrity and actually it really feels more like a miracle to us every single day.
1: And I understand. I mean since Nora's come into your life. I mean, I believe you. You won an award today. Congratulations, as well as other. It was at the North Shore Animal League as well.
2: Hello. Thank you so much. Yes, it's a very big honor to receive an award like this, particularly this award being named after a cat that rescued her kittens out of a burning building at her own injury in doing that. You know, Nora is a great artist, but some of these animals are heroes. They're heroic animals. You know, what I love about Nora is. You just don't know what's going on in her mind. And how many other piano playing cats are there out there?
1: I would venture to say not too many. <laughs> But you know, it's weird, and I have to tell uh, our audience listening at home what was really happening. You can tell the, the times that we're living in now. Not only do we have a piano playing cat, but the piano playing cat became an internet sensation on the internet. And then Miss Alexander uh, had a presentation of. Right? You actually have a, a streaming web. We
2: do have. Yes, you can see it on Ustream. In fact, if you go to ravenswingstudio.com and click on Nora she has a blog and she twitters and she has a she's a fan club on facebook that we had nothing to do with like we were shocked like somebody just made a fan club for her and so she really and recently a composer a conductor contacted us from lithuania and he wrote an orchestra piece for her it's called cat cherto it's had over a million hits in 2 months of uh, the performance in Lithuania, and they have Nora up on this big screen.
1: Oh, those crazy Lithuanians.
2: That's right. Who else would do that, right? And she's on this big screen playing the piano, and there's an orchestra there, and they're all dressed in black with the violins and everything. If they, and you can see that at catcherto.com. He put up a website specially for it.
1: Betsy, I have to tell you, for, for people that might say, okay, this is cute, but you know what, Betsy, you're, you're kind of anthropomorphizing this cat. I mean, it's just sitting there playing the piano, not really. Really? What's your, what's your response?
2: You know, I feel like I'm channeling her or something like that. She is very different. We have seven cats, and she's very different from the other six cats. None of them are interested in the piano. She has a very unusual personality. She's kind of mean to the other cats. Like an artiste. Yeah, she, I mean... Musician. And we've had a lot of people come to visit her who are very skeptical, who are, like, blown away when they actually met her. There is something unusual about her. But actually... All cats are pretty unique, and all animals, dogs, they all have really amazing, unique personalities, just like we do. And I think that what Nora does, it sort of says to everybody, you know, you should think twice about how you're treating animals. Because, you know, maybe we they have a lot in common with them, and, and that they are creative, intelligent, emotional beings.
1: I think that is the perfect way to sum it up. Thank you so much for speaking with us. My pleasure. Thanks for interviewing
0: All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the city will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere.
3: Stand clear of the closing doors, please.
0: Give your dog some
3: thought. With Dog Thoughts, it's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about.
6: Hey, what do you think man- of Davis, California says he invented
3: an application for the iPhone
6: that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's I
3: read. Jay Leno talked about it. CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind <laughs> on your iPhone, of course.
4: Let's talk pets. Let's
3: talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life
6: Radio. Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties, Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast, right, Diane?
1: And of course, one of the things that's good about this cat show is that even though we do have cats that are in fashion shows and, and such, we also have a good deal of attention being given to cats that really are not as fortunate and do need a home as well. And I'm talking to two people here who are with the Elmsford Animal Shelter, and it's Emily Shore, Hello. And Mara Evangelista. Hello. I mangled your name, didn't I?
7: It's okay. It's Mary Evangelista.
1: Evangelista. And uh, you guys are with the Elmsford Animal Shelter? Yes. And that's in Elmsford, New York, right? Yes. Okay. Now tell me a little bit about some of these cats. Uh, have you been seeing an increase in number of cats that have been coming into the
8: shelter this year as opposed to last? Or is it about study? Uh, it started out that we weren't seeing that much of a difference with the economy. More so recently, I think, more people are coming in because they are moving to no pet housing or they just can't can't keep their animal anymore for financial reasons. But generally, I think it's it's about the same, maybe just a small increase.
1: I mean, because you, you do hear that anecdotally on, on the news that, you know, people are abandoning their pets because of the economy and such. And I was just wondering, do you have, I mean, you don't have to, name names, but is there a specific case you could think of recently where someone did move and they just didn't take their animals with them? Or That's like every other phone call we
8: get. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, it's sad. And we're the only no-kill shelter in uh, Westchester County, so we get a lot more phone calls than the normal shelter would, even though each county has a designated shelter. We're no-kill, so people want to come to us and bring their animals to us, and of course we take them, but there's, you know, limited space. What is in terms of cats? Do you find that cats
1: um, get the the short shift, shall we say, uh, when it comes to getting adoption attention? Because some people say it's more skewed toward dogs, but do you think cats uh, are, are up
8: there sometimes? A lot of people come in for dogs. They want we have get a lot more dog applications than we do cats, but ninety percent of our dogs are pit bull, so they don't necessarily get a home either. So. But, yeah, I think dogs are more... And
1: I have to point out that Emily has a beautiful rendering of a pit bull on her arm here. Is that someone special to you? I just love the breed. Oh, okay, great. Now, I mean, so what What can you advise to people who may find themselves in a, in a tight spot? And, and actually, I should mention, you guys are in Westchester County, which generally is considered a pretty lucrative county, and yet you're still seeing,
8: you know, economic um, hardship. I mean, there's... There's always a place to find pet housing. People do it all the time. You know, if you love your animal and you want to keep your animal, make it work. <laughs> you know, I, you do see unfortunate cases that they really just can't do anything about it. But a lot of times, people just show no remorse and they just drop them off like it's a piece of clothing, and it's it's very sad to see. And I, I, I mean, it's it's hard to even it's so hard to go into because there's so much to do, but try to make it work <laughs> now so guys tell me who i know you want all of these cats adopted today but but who
1: in particular is tugging your heartstrings today
8: yes this cat here is is Z-
1: zuzu puss okay
8: he's been at the shelter for about four years now oh, and uh he's
1: five years old it says
8: now he's probably about six this card was written maybe a year ago so he he came in very young and he's been here he's a very sweet cat um but again beautiful black, yeah, black cat long hair beautiful cat very friendly um, but again with a no kill shelter we, we have cats that have been there for you know 10, 12 years that that we want to go home but particularly here today it would be him
1: so everyone that is Zuzu Puss at the Elmsford animal shelter he is a absolutely gorgeous long-haired black cat actually yeah. he looks very very mysterious like a black cat but also looks very cute And um, how how, do you guys have a website
8: that someone can go visit you? Yeah, it's www.elmsfordanimalshelter.com.
1: Okay, and uh, thank you to Emily and Mara. Thank
8: you. Thank you very much.
1: And, of course, what cat show, especially around the holidays, would be complete without a wonderful array of products for those four-footed beasts that we serve so willingly? I am here with Cindy Gary of the Catty Shack. I love that name. Thank you very much. Now, do you make a lot of these things? Explain to us what we're looking at here, Cindy. I actually make everything here. Wow! Um, If it's in
9: my booth and it's for sale, it's made by me. Oh, my goodness. I am the whole company. I'm the manufacturer.
1: Now, let me explain a little bit to our radio audience. These are beautifully... Crafted. It looks like hand sewn. Yes, right? hand sewn. Catnip loaded. All kind of. Uh, it says, says pheasant. This says birds. This says well yep. festive oh, yeah. wild I, turkey over I here. I use
9: um, a lot of wild turkey feathers and wild pheasant feathers, right from the birds. Mm-hmm. And uh, we use chicken feathers. You don't you don't
1: pluck the birds, do you?
9: Well, actually, the turkeys and the pheasants we do. No oh. <laughs> They're alive. Or? They're Well, not anymore. (laughs) Oh, okay. But but they are they are hunted in our area, Mm -hmm. and they are eaten. You're up in Massachusetts. I'm up in Massachusetts, and they're eaten, and so we use the feathers, so that we're using the whole pot of the bird. And my neighbor who hunts them also eats them. Um, But I also grow all of my own catnip, Mm -hmm. so. um, Is that legal up in Massachusetts? It has to be. I live next to a state cop. (laughs) <laughs> okay. there you go. Um. Yes, and I make all the cat teaser toys and the cat beds.
1: Um, I've been doing this for 16 years. What seems to be the the hot item this year? Is there anything that seems to be selling more quickly than um, others? My my larger
9: kicker toys always sell fast, and they usually sell out um, the first day of the show.
1: Now these are. Can you explain to us what the kickers look like for well, people? They're, as-
9: they're about 20. 18 inches long and um, shaped like a, a stick and they're filled with catnip they're made of polar fleece, so they're very durable and the cats grab them and they bunny kick the back of them
1: oh the yes them. except mine my, my yeah. usually does that to you know my favorite pair of shoes or pillows or yeah well this will prevent the
9: holes in your shoes and your pillows <laughs> Very good. So this would be a substitute for that. Yes. In fact, a lot of the things that I have here I started making originally because I had one cat or another that liked a certain something. Mm. I have um, toys that have leather tails on them because I had a cat that wouldn't leave my shoelaces alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So in, in a way, they inspired you. Yes. Yeah, yes. But, and and one thing I also have to say is you know uh it's really the price range here is is very reasonable. You get things that yeah. low as a dollar to as, as high as 50, 50 cents and 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 higher as well. And uh well yeah, so I, I like try them. To keep my prices
9: really reasonable. I make everything myself and I'm growing all the catnip, so um it's not like you're buying something that's manufactured from somebody else. Mm-hmm. I am the whole company. So
1: it, I have a better way to give you a good price. Cindy, it looks like you have a customer, I so I'll let you go. But Thank, thank you. you. Another one of the things I love about covering these cat shows is I get to meet and greet and reconnect with some really great friends of mine over the years. And two of them are Mary Bruce and Peggy. Peggy, I'm sorry, Marks. Marks, sorry. Sorry. And I know you for how many, how many years now, Peggy? I'm uh, Mary. Uh, Mary. <laughs> And I'm retarded. How are you doing? No, it's it's
7: a crazy show.
1: (laughs) Okay. One thing that caught my eye, by the way, um, I'm talking to them from Tellington Touch and Tavi and Friends. Mindful
7: Tales. And Mindful
1: Tales. And let's read that website for me, please.
7: Okay, Tavi and Friends. We're helping special animals with unique challenges through T-Touch training, holistic care, rescue, and adoption. We also do breed rescue for the American Curl Cat. Mindful Tales is a resource for T-Touch training for pets and um, in the New York City, Long Island, Tri-State area.
1: Now... One of the things you do to help with all these wonderful endeavors is, is sell some very unique products. Yes, I was talking to you guys just now, and I drag you over here to tell demand to you what is this thing over here.
7: Okay, it's called Kitty Casso. It's a paint kit for cats. There's also one for dogs, which is Pup Casso.
1: You've got to be kidding me with this. No, I'm not kidding you.
7: There is an actual sample done by a dog. There it is. Okay what happens is you put down protect you know protective plastic on everything mm-hmm. you put the paint on a can a canvas that's provided with the kit. you put plastic over it, and then when the animals step on it, the paint squirts, and when they see that, they go after it, so they create their own unique artwork this which is really, funny it really is cool, but it's fun for the cats, and you get to get s-
1: to frame something that was their creation do you have like a i could see this like being on youtube do you have like a video of this in action no well actually no we don't they actually we gotta get one
7: they have i think they have one on their site wow but it's really fun to watch the animals do that and especially the cats, because they, as they see it squirt they just keep going after it and shooting it all over the place it's really fun so it's like an interactive toy almost that you can play with your cat
1: I'm reading it verbatim, listeners. A Paint Kit for Cats by Kitty Casso. Yes. Patent pending. Yes. <laughs> and Mary, tell me, if, you, if one buys this through your website, part of proceeds goes to Tavi and yes,
7: Friends? Yes. Um, on Mindful Tales, we do have um, online items for sale, and a portion of our proceeds all go to, ta- to fund Tavi and Friends.
1: And I, I have to tell you, Mary. Probably more than a portion, but anyway. I probably like the the whole thing, and, and maybe a few bucks from your own pocket. A lot I, of bucks from your own. Pocket. I tell you, Mary and Peggy, people are some uh, two of the most wonderful people I've met in in the New York City rescue community. Oh, and uh, I'm not surprised to see a kit for cats on your on your table.
7: <laughs> we try to keep new and fun things for for pet owners, and they're also great gifts. This was Rachel Ray's holiday gift of choice last year. I can understand that. I love this. Yeah. I love
1: this. So one more time, tell us how to get to your website to buy this.
7: Okay. Um, www.mytails.com. That's m-i-t-a-i-l-s.com.
1: And remember, look for a paint kit for cats by Kitty Casso, and that will help Mindful Tails and Tavi and Friends. Thanks so much. I'm sure I'll see you again before the year's out.
7: All right. Thanks.
1: Now, of course, one of the favorite cats that people always seem to gravitate toward at cat shows are the Persians, and I have to tell you, I am looking at one of the most adorable. She kind of almost looks like a Tribble,
10: a Furby. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. My name is Kathy Petro of McCap Persians. I'm located in New Egypt, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been breeding and showing up uh, the Persian breed for about five years now. I enjoy it very much. I have a very small cattery and very few select cats that I breed during the year. And, of course, you try to breed something towards a nice show cat that you can bring to the show and intermingle with these nice people here. And it, it, It's nice. It's a, it's a nice experience, and I enjoy it very much.
1: Now, it, when one thinks of a Persian, I usually think of a big, like, fluffy, fancy-faced white cat, but, but I'm sorry, did, what's the name of this? This is, is a beautiful?
10: tortoise shell. It's a, it belongs in the party color division of the Persian. They are, they're bred for... Um, you know, for the big eyes, nice copper I, eyes. I have to
1: tell you, these eyes are a beautiful orange, like, full tiny, color. Tiny, orange.
10: teddy bear ears and a big flowing coat, short, cobby body, and a small tail. And she's, she's set nice and low to the ground. So she does fit the standard pretty well. She's very very calm. Yes, she is and this is her first show as a matter of fact. Wow. She's never been to a show. Well, but this is how the Persian's are. They're very they're very sweet, loving cats and you know they love to be held. They love to be they, they love to be pet, of course, groomed. Now, I know
1: it's some breeds, you know, both of cats, dogs, of, of anything there are sometimes some
10: health issues
1: you, you have to be there's aware health of. health
10: issues with every breed. Every breed you come across, there's a health issue. There's health issues with us. That's true. Am I, am I that's right? That's true. But there's, you know, with our genetics. But, genetic. but
1: w- with the Persian, uh, the Persian, does the face kind of, like, do they get breathing problems sometimes?
10: I mean, or? you try to breathe away from something like that. But if you look at her nose, she has nice open nares. So these yes. nose holes are nice and big. They're not tiny little pinholes that, mm-hmm. you know, as she grows and matures, they get smaller and smaller and they become snorty. Or if they're open-mouthed breeding that means it's a sign that they have some distress and sometimes a a vet would have to go in there with a laser and open them up but basically you know they're they are pretty healthy and um you know you just look for something that doesn't have really bad teary runny eyes and and a runny nose yeah it's usually a sign of an upper respiratory infection but um yeah most of the cats you see in here are they 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 all look pretty healthy Mm -hmm. you know
1: So, now, one thing, if I may ask you, I I know there's been a lot of attention given to, you know, puppy mills, and I I would imagine you sometimes have that, uh, unfortunately, with cats. What do you think
10: about readers who indulge in such practices it's 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 not something that's bettering the breed let's put it that way I'm sure the people that are running these mills they're not entering cat shows that's probably a fact right there they're basically just looking to uh, make as much money as they possibly can and breed as many cats and they don't care of, of interbreeding and how unhealthy the cats are you know you try to breed you know I guess a regular Persian breeder is here to, to better the breed, and you're trying to improve upon the line and improve upon the quality of the cat. So, know, I mean, it's,
1: it sounds like it's not just a, a moral and ethical issue, but I guess just scientifically and, and health-wise, it, it doesn't seem to make
10: Yes, absolutely.
1: So, I mean, is it the same thing that people tell dogs that you shouldn't really buy a cat from a pet store? You should buy them from a
10: breeder directly? I would say that would be the safest bet. I mean, but, you know, you see sometimes breeders become hoarders. You, you see it in the newspapers. It, it happens. Sometimes you have people that have mental illnesses, and sometimes it gives us all, a, all the breeders a bad name. It gives us a bad rap, and it, it's not true. You know, most of the time, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, people are out there. You know, are trying to, you know, better the breed, especially the ones that are showing and, and give their whole heart and soul and everything to these cats. You know, it, it, it's a big difference.
1: I understand breeders who really care about their cats or, or dogs give their potential adopters a hard time. Do you give them a hard time? No, I don't give my. I... Well, I mean, you 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 grill I them. Screen them. <laughs> I I don't
10: grill. I screen. I make sure that you know the cat goes to the best home that they're well taken care of uh... my guarantee is that if any at any point in time throughout the cat's life if they develop a problem that they can call me it doesn't wind up in the shelter i'll try to find a, a new home for the cat you know i try to back my cats up with a three-year health guarantee and not many other breeders do that but, you know, it, it, it's the most ethical thing you can do. I mean, you lose a pet, you know, when they're two years old, they're devastated. The, the most important thing that you can do is try to make those buyers happy. You've got to make people happy. You know, when you lose a pet, I mean, it's a huge loss. If you, I mean, I've
1: heard that from the, the responsible readers that, yeah, if you if I adopt a cat to you, I want that it. cat back.
10: Right, or you can replace it with uh, another cat, if, you know, say it did have some sort of um, a genetic defect. You don't know that at the time of birth whether a cat is going to come down with something that it, you, know, you can't foresee with any kind of test. So it's just like you or I. You don't know what's going to happen next year. But you try to do the you know, most ethical thing is try to replace the cat and ease the, the hurt of the pet buyer.
1: Now, when, when the cat is returned, do you try and find them a, a home somewhere else? I, yes, absolutely. Yes, I do. So that's Most where, like, the rescues. I really
10: don't really have many cats that are ever returned. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they. they no, like. I mean, just
1: in, in general, if somebody is has a yes. breeded cat or dog, and usually it's not if it doesn't become show quality, that's how they usually end up in the breed rescues. Um.
10: No, because I sell most of my cats, I don't sell to breeders. I don't sell, them. I, even though I breed to better the breed, I keep the best that I breed for me, and I pet everything else out. I try not to sell to other breeders who will mass-produce the cats. I try to, you know, even if I produce a beautiful, show-quality male, if I don't need a male in my breeding program, I'm the first one to pet it out, neuter, and, and, and pet it out and put it in a nice home. That's the most important thing is finding a nice pet home for the cats, not, not mass-producing. That's just not my goal. I don't. Hopefully, it's not a lot of these people's goals, you know. No, and, I mean,
1: especially with a Persian, I could tell they need a lot of care.
10: They do. They, can... Bathing, once. I would say at least once every two weeks. So you're talking twice a month on the bath. And um, I do that. I usually don't even have to put a comb to it. You know, wash it with a little Dawn dish detergent. I kid you not. Wait, is that the uh, secret? That's now? the secret. Dawn dish detergent. Oh rinse my it goodness! Out. Wait, a little, a more, no? yeah. <laughs> little more, a little more Dawn, and then a nice grooming shampoo that doesn't yeah, like a moisturizing shampoo, and then I rinse her out. You know, she sits in the bath. She sits fine. She doesn't even try to get a away.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it right here from the cat show, the secret to beautiful shiny coat is Dawn dishwashing detergent. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us, and, oh, and good ready? luck at the show here. And that'll about do it for this episode of Pets in the City with Pet Life Radio. Aren't my neighbors to the north of us so fun? Well... I guess whenever you have cats involved, you're going to have a lot of fun. Hey, listen to some things that are coming up because, you know, we always have something coming up. January 17th, I'm really excited about this. United Action for Animals is going to have its first spate neuter clinic in the Bronx. And this is really, really important because I have to say the Bronx is very underserved in terms of a, a lot of... Um, public animal facility so and most of our animals come from the Bronx so this is very exciting united action for animals first spay and neuter clinic you know someone in the Bronx let them know and you can get more at ua4a.org and four is the number four you want some more info and events, log on to www.NewYorkTales.com and, of course, website here, www.PetLifeRadio.com. That'll be it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks. Good shout-out to our sponsors. Do your part for the stimulus of this country. Shop them now. Shop them often. And thanks to my sponsor here and my producer, Mark Winter Pet Life Radio. Talk to you
0: next year. New York. The glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis. The sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City. With your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.